guys been? I wish I could. Uh, I wish I could just like have a full conversation with you guys listening. But I know this is directional. But once we get it live, I reckon it, we'll get there. We'll get there. Man, I was meant to do an episode on Wednesday. One of um, my homies uh, went to the States. He's in Texas right now. So shout-outs to him doing things in Texas. And I was here trying to work out this Apogee Pro. And it was so annoying, dude, because I don't know why. I think it was because I plugged it into my PlayStation. Um, Because we now have, like, this online GDA crew. Um, So I plugged it into my PlayStation because I wanted to get some, like... I don't have the headphones that has a little gamer mic. So I was just trying to put another condenser mic on it. Um, But... Yeah, that screwed it. And then I didn't know what was going on. And then, yeah, I just sat here, like, trying to figure it out. Trying to call my homie and be like, yo, what's going on here? But don't be that guy. Don't be that guy that your friend is on holiday and you can't figure something out that's very mundane and be like... Yo, can you figure it out? No. I'm in the other side of the country. What do you expect me to do? Because if someone hit me up like that, that's, that's how I'd react. I'll be like, I'm on the other side of the country. Of the, actually, it's of the world. What do you expect me to do? Perfect. That's how I react if someone had a mundane problem and they knew that I could fix it and they called me up. Bruh, I'm on the other side of the world. This is a you problem. This is a you can easily fix this yourself problem. That's the thing, we've, we've now got Google and everything that if it takes longer than four minutes and you can't figure it out, you just expect someone else to do it. Well done. Like me, I couldn't figure it out. After like four minutes, I ring my mate. Yeah, I know you're in the other side of the world right now, but um, I'm having this technical issue that I don't even know what the issue is, but figure it out. Yo, it's been so hectic the last few weeks, eh? I um, hope you guys have been good. I've been... I went... I dropped out of high school, right? For those of you that didn't know. And then I came to Sydney, um, New City, when I was 18. And... I didn't know anyone, didn't have any qualifications, had two grand in my bank account. And then the 
reason why I'm telling the story is that I've just gone back to uni and we had exams uh, right now. That's that's why I missed the Wednesday upload. <coughs> so then I went to I went to Sydney from Perth when I was 18, two grand in my bank account. Got a construction job. Toffee. They're so fun. Shout-outs to the construction workers out there. Y'all literally have, like, five people at the job site. One person is working. Well done. One person is working. The rest are on WhatsApp group sharing videos. A hundred percent. I know because I was there. That's how I know. I know because I was there. Well done. So, came here, two grand in my pocket, 18 years old. I went to Ultimo TAFE when they were doing entrances for a diploma of business. I had, in Perth, I had gotten a job with Suncorp Bank, but then after two weeks, they found out I had a criminal record and they fired me. So here I am, a school dropout. I uh, got fired from Suncorp because of a criminal record after two weeks. Flew to Sydney, the most expensive city in Australia, with two grand in my bank account. Got a construction job because I went to a dragon boat session. Dragon boating is this Chinese boat racing. And the coach there was a construction guy. This uh, Chinese dude called Carlos. Legend. Well done. So I get the job. So I'm here. Construction worker, two grand. I go to Sydney uh, Ultimo TAFE. And then I go, I go to the diploma thing. And I go up to him and I'm like... I wait at the end of the class. Everyone's going in for their registration, blah, 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 blah. Bang, bang, bang. Everyone goes out. I go to the front and I, I, I was like looking at the sheet of paper. It's only me in the room and um, James, I'm not going to say his last name, um, old professor. I don't know if he wants me to say it or not, but I am that kind of guy. Well done. So then I get there, I'm like looking at the paper and then he's looking at me, I'm looking at the paper, I'm looking at him, I'm looking at the paper, I'm looking at him, I'm looking at the paper, he's looking at me. He asked me, are you good? First of all, you're, you're 60 years old and you could go, how can I help you? But he goes, are you good? <laughs> He sounds like he's from South London. Are you good? You all right? <laughs> and then I look at him and I'm like, um, yeah, I want to sign up for a diploma of business. Mind you, I had nothing to back this entrance into this diploma. He goes... Okay, have you got your cert four? And I'm like, ah, 
nah, I haven't done it. He goes, have you got your Cert 3? And I, <laughs> I go, look, I know I'm 18 years old. I know I'm young. But I've just moved to Sydney. I used to work at a bank <laughs> for two weeks until I got fired for a criminal record. I used to work at a bank for two weeks. No, I didn't say two weeks. Um, but I'm here and I know I can pass this diploma. I look him dead in the eye. I do not blink. It's like he's paint on the wall and I'm watching him cry. He looks at me and he goes, look, I'm going to take a punt on you. I'm going to put my career on the line and I'm going to co-sign this. This guy did not know me at all. At all. And he could have got in trouble, but he didn't get in trouble because I passed that bitch. What's up? What's up now, James? You and me did it, bro. You and me did it, man. <coughs> we are one. Because what happened then? I went and then got my advanced diploma in marketing, my diploma of music business, and then I started university. By the way, I've never used any of those, eh? So I don't even know why I got them. Toffee! So I got into university and uh, I... That shit was hard, dude. That shit was hard. And this one particular subject, I failed four times. Four fucking times. That's how many times I failed it. Four. And then um, passed everything else, got to the end, and I couldn't pass that subject. So I left university for four years now with only two subjects left. And... No one in my family has ever, ever gone to university. So I thought to myself, dude, you've only got two subjects left. One is a subject that you failed. The other one is an elective. You can literally do whatever you want. So, yeah, I decided to go back. Hence why I didn't upload last week. Because it was exam time. I failed this subject four times. I probably failed it again. Well done. But I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Until I get the results, I literally don't know. I'm living up my life like I failed it a fifth time. Because whatever. Because whatever. 
Have you failed something so many times that you're just like, yeah, whatever, I don't care, I don't care. But you've done it four times. I don't care. I don't care. Deep inside you're like, why the fuck do I fail this four times? But I don't know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Last episode, if you caught the last episode, if you're new here, if you are new here, we are still trying to figure things out. Well, right now I'm by myself. So this we means me. I'm trying to figure this shit out. And um, I thought trying to keep myself to 30 minutes, um, I felt like I crammed shit in too much, to be honest with you. So, I don't know. I got some feedback. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple or whatever distribution platform you're listening to, can you give that five stars? Just because you want to. Just do it. Just do it. And I've enjoyed the feedback, by the way, that everyone's given me. Um, Shout-outs to you, John, as well. Um, I did think that episode was... It, just, it was just, yeah, it was just a bit crammed. That's the thing. So, yeah, I'm still working things out. But the support's been amazing, so thank you guys so much. Actually, a story about my time with John. (laughs) I know you're listening, mate. And um, I don't know if you've gotten my side of this story yet uh, or ever would because I was... Uh, I don't know, not embarrassed, but you spent the money and I didn't get the service. (laughs) So, um, Jack is a good friend of mine. We were plastered this one time and I have never been to a whorehouse ever. And we were so drunk at about 2 to 3 a.m. And John turns to me and then he's like, oh, mate, we're in King's Cross and behind King's Cross there near Miss G's or whatever that restaurant is, up the road from there, there's this apparently top-of-the-range whorehouse, right? I had never been to a whorehouse. It's 2 to 3 a.m. Toasty! John knows the spot. Now, I'm not going to say his last name because, you know, I don't do that. But I feel like you have a pretty uh, uh, broad first name, John, so I'll, I'll just leave it at that. But anyway, so we are super drunk. And it is about 2.30 to 3 a.m. And he goes to me, I 
know where to take you. I'm looking at him like, what do you mean? And he's like, this is top of the range. And I'm like, a blind drunk, blind drunk. And I'm like, top of the range what? And he goes, top of the range women. And I'm like, ooh. And guys, when we are drunk, we will fuck a tree. So we start heading there. John's like, I got you. And I was like, I don't know. It was my first time ever going to a whorehouse at all. Um, let alone having uh, sex with a prostitute, which is illegal in Sydney. I mean, it's illegal in Sydney. So then we're, we're heading there. He's like, I got you. We get to the front desk, and then she goes, okay, that'll be $280. And I'm like, what? 280 bucks For what? Is she going to be making a banana split or what? Anyways, we get in there. John pays for it. Legend. And he's like, it's your first time. It's your first time. I got you. I'm like, okay. And John's this big, he's a big dude, right? And we get there. And we sit, they put, sit us on the couch. These women come out. Wow! Now, John, even though it's my first time, he goes, I pay for it. I go first. <laughs> and then I go, go for it, champion. Anyways, he's a big boy and he gets this tiny girl. And I feel like he just her, just grabbed her, put her under his arm and just sprinted up the stairs 100 miles an hour. I don't know if that was 100% what happened, but I'm drunk and in my mind, this is what I'm seeing. <laughs> and then I'm left with these other females. By then, I th- I, I, I'm thinking I'm at a bar and I'm not at a whorehouse. So... We got a drink because they gave us a drink. 280 bucks? Thank you for the drink. That's the least you can do. So we got this drink. And then I'm sitting there. And then I'm starting to talk to them, f- trying to figure out what, <laughs> what got them there. <laughs> well done. I'm trying to get deep and meaningful with these girls. But forgetting I'm at a whorehouse. And at one point, they go, so which one of us are you going to take? And then I'm like, whoa, this was easy. And then I'm like, oh, you're at a whorehouse. Oh, dude, quick, pick one. That's my brain. And anyway, so I picked one. She's taking me upstairs. I'm so drunk at this point. I should not have had that other drink that I just had downstairs. We're climbing up the stairs. And I say climbing because that's how I felt. That shit was steep as shit. They should not make stairs that vertical. So we get to the room upstairs. 
So I remember she she pulled my pants down, and then she checked my dick, and she's like, "You're right, you're right. Go go in a shower, in a shower, but you're right. Like it's a seal of approval. Like we can do this." I go in the shower, dude, and I only know this because I'm piecing all of this together um, in my head after that night. I've been piecing it together for a long time. Anyways, the house that I was living at at the time was a similar thing. So Sydney houses, they essentially go like up and then you got the different stories. So... At the time, I was living upstairs. So the staircase up was similar, and I had an ensuite in my room. So then I go in a shower, dude, and I'm enjoying myself in that nice warm water, drunk as shit. I wake up. To this chick slapping me in the face. She's just slapping me. Hey. Hey. What are you doing? And I'm just like, I, I come to my senses and then I'm looking at her. And then I, I, I'm on the floor naked. I get up off the floor and then I'm just looking at this chick and she's looking at me and I'm looking at her and she's looking at me. She's a prostitute. I don't know. I think she's a girl, but she's a prostitute looking at me. I'm looking at her. And then I go... <laughs> because we're up... Uh, we, my brain computed that we went upstairs into a room that had a bathroom in it and that was my room at the time. I go to her, what are you doing here? And she goes to me, what? And then I go, what are you doing in my room? Like, what is this shit? I'm trying to, I'm trying to have a shower and I'm trying to get to bed. Like, what's going on? And um, obviously in a non-aggressive manner, I'm just like trying to pe- piece things together. And then she's like, she started getting rude a bit. So then I'm like, girl, get out of my room. And then I walk out of the bathroom. She walks out into the room. I walk out of the bathroom into the room. I'm fucking blind drunk. And then she's there like naked. And then I look, she goes towards the door. And then I'm like having a discussion with her, looking directly at her. And then she's trying to have a discussion with me, looking directly at me. And then out of nowhere, to my left, was this big security dude. And he was like, yeah, mate, uh, I don't think it's uh, going to work. I think you need to leave. And then uh, out of... (laughs) For some reason, my brain goes, leave from my house? (laughs) Well done. And then uh, then they go, 
Uh, she just goes, <laughs> she goes, oh, sweetie, you're so drunk. <laughs> and then I turn to her and I go, oh, shit, I'm at a whorehouse. You're a whore. You're a security guard. <laughs> True story. True story. And then I grab my pants and everything, pull them up. I go downstairs. John's finished. We go out the front. And, um, yeah, I, I said, you know, because he paid, I was like, yeah, no, I definitely uh, had sex with her. But now you know. Now you know, John. Now you know. <laughs> oh, dude, that was that was an insane night, eh? Insane night. Fire brigades fucking flying left, right, and centre. Cops left, right, and centre. The cross was still popping. The cross has gone down a bit. But it was amazing. <laughs> Just the sheer look that she gave me when, like, we were getting up was hilarious. It was hilarious. I wonder if she still works there. I wonder where she is. I wonder if she has kids. I hope she wasn't in the mascot fires. I wonder... Uh, I hope she's all good. Maybe she's still a prostitute. I don't know. Maybe she's still a prostitute. Actually, when on the on the on the same topic as prostitutes, uh, I know this chick. Um, uh, what was her name, dude? What was her name? This is going to kill me. This is going to kill me. I'll probably save it for the next episode. i got to remember her name. So there was also this other prostitute that um, was a friend's friend, and she wanted me to help her with her social media and because she wanted to manage all these other prostitutes. This is another crazy story. And it has just come out that she is now marrying a, one of the Packer members, which is insane to me because I know this chick. And, uh, yeah, maybe I'll do an interview with her on future. But, yeah, so the family's going all crazy because they're like, well, we don't know about her jagged past and that. Um, yeah, I have all the details. I'll probably I'll probably grab it for the next episode. But it was crazy. Dude, I can't even believe that she's actually marrying into a billion-dollar family. Dude, congratulations. Well done. Well done. Well fucking done. Well done. Did you guys hear that, um... The dude at the mascot fires 
the, this dude, uh, I was like, mascot fires happened in Sydney. Some buildings caught on fire. And, you know, as you do, you evacuate. Um, this guy, dude, so news.com.au, everyone made it out except for Mr. Aang, who lives in Unit 8 on the second floor and woke up at 5.30 a.m., to find he had been bombarded with text messages from friends, worried for his safety. So this guy was sleeping when everyone had evacuated. In my mind, dude, in my mind, I was like, well, he had a long night. He probably went to sleep 5 a.m. And, you know, he was warm and cosy. You know, fires are burning. It's it's freezing in Sydney right now. So he was cosy at the time. But then I read what he actually told news.com.au. This is what he said. So he goes, I go to bed really early, like 7 p.m., <laughs> What? What? You went to bed at 7 p.m. and you were the last one evacuating a burning building? What kind of sleep do you have, dude? Give me your powers. (laughs) When I woke up this morning... I had all these missed calls from friends and messages asking where I was and if I was okay. Then I realised I was the only person left in the whole building and everyone else had been evacuated. I mean, what if the building had collapsed around me? I would have been left inside and nobody would have known. Dude, you went to sleep at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. How do you not wake up? How? How? How are you that deep in sleep, my guy? Toasty! And I love how um, they also go, um, this morning... uh, uh, They said, this morning we went to Sydney Airport McDonald's where he has sought refuge. (laughs) Come on, dude. Come on. Some people, eh? Some people. Some people are just like... Well done. Y'all need to figure things out, eh? Some people just need to figure things out. Sometimes you care too much, eh? You care too much. So I get home the other day. This is how much people care. This is... This is... Dude... Why do you care so much? Look, I got home 
just not too long ago. And mind you, I don't, like, I'm fortunate that I've worked my ass off and I don't live in a shitty place, right? Like where I come from. I've worked my ass off to be okay, okay. And I get home, right, and I bring that forward because you will understand what I have received. So I look in my letterbox. Dude, how do you care this much? I look in my letterbox, right? I love how, like, when, um, when Australians want to stamp something, they do a little UK twang. I looked in my letterbox. Letterbox. And this is what I got. Dear residents of... Guys, for your own good, stay away from Jeanette Coso in B1809. This Philippine whore working at building a concierge desk is a massive whore. Check it out. And then there's a link for escortify.com.au, Sydney Escorts, Sexy Stacy 7710. If you're listening to this, I'm going to do put this on screen for the video. How do you care? So, me, right? <laughs> I found this hilarious. And then I'm like, well, I gotta go look at this link. Like, there's no way that I'll, this guy must have printed this out and put it in every single mailbox in the building. In the building. So then I'm like, all right, I have to go to this link, dude. I need to check out what it is. So then I go on a link. I type it in, scortify.com.au. Wow! And do you know what I find, dude? Just a big asshole. Just a big asshole from behind. This chick, she's, she's a chick, um, and it's just her ass from behind, naked. And then do you know what crosses my mind? Do you know what crosses my mind? How does he know that this is <laughs> Jeanette Corzo? How? She broke your heart, buddy. She broke your heart. <laughs> Dude, and then why do you care so much? Why do you care so much to type this out, cut it out, and send it to everyone and let us know that our concierge is a whore? Well done. But, yo, if this was her herself, that's amazing marketing. Let's be honest, that's amazing marketing. What a legend.
What an absolute legend. Dylan Danis. As you, as you guys know, we have um, MMA and boxing at the end of the podcast. So if you're not into MMA and boxing, thank you guys so much for making it this far. Please give us five stars if you can. Also, I did say in future I'm going to leave codes in the episodes, Amazon gift vouchers, so look out for that in future, okay? Um, thank you really so much for listening. Let's get into boxing and MMA. So, Bellator happened. Dude, I can't believe Dylan Danis actually made it and cleaned up in the first round again. Conor McGregor's little protege is doing protégéing shit. That's right. So he's also so he was trained under Marcelo Garcia. Um, I'm getting a call right now. Hold on two seconds. Yo, Matt, just doing a podcast right now, mate. What are you up to? Yeah, I've got um, 26 minutes till the end of this download for No Man's Sky. 10 gig, 26 minutes. That's pretty good. Um, we're ready to go when you are after that. Gang, gang. I'll be on the server in a bit, dude. All right, speak to you soon. Yeah. Yeah. Like 45 hour? Nah, I'm, um, towards the end of the episode, I'm just probably going to leave this phone call in the episode. Um, but we're just finishing off with the MMA and the boxing side of things. All right. Sorry, man. Thanks for fitting me in. Not a problem, mate. I'll speak to you soon. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Bye. So. Yeah, he's doing some protégéing, dude. So he got his black belt under Marcelo Garcia. And uh, Marcelo Garcia is uh, savage. However, because of his Twitter antics, Marcelo Garcia is very um, traditional and all about respect. So he actually kicked Dion Danis out of his crew, of his camp, of his academy, And that's when Conor McGregor scooped him up. So amazing scoop, though, because Dylan Danis is a beast. So he's had two pro fights, never for amateur, has finished both fights in the first round via submission. Hence, he's very good at Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Tyson Fury also fought... Dude, I love that guy, eh? I love that guy. I'm a bit pissed that he... Um, well, I'm not, because go go get yours. He signed with the ESPN. It's a little harder to make the other fights. Um, I already went through what I thought about Ruiz and Joshua. I think um, mental health is an important thing. And if you haven't seen that... Go to my Instagram, D-I-O-G-O underscore 999 underscore. Go to my IGTV and you'll see my thoughts on the Joshua situation. But Tyson Fury won two minutes and I think 58 seconds in the second round by TKO, which was really annoying because I had him going between fourth and sixth round TKO. So I lost some money, which... Yeah, sucks. 
but I still knew he was going to win, and congratulations to him. That's that's. He's probably one of my favourite boxers right now. I'm sure he's a lot of uh, other people's favourite boxers. And, um, yeah, I'm keen for that fight or that rematch against Wilder. But I don't know if Wilder can pass Ortiz. I thought that was a terrible uh, match to make. Wilder had has already beaten Ortiz. Wilder was losing the entire boxing match until... The last, um, not the last round, the 11th round, where he got that lucky right hand and KO'd Ortiz. But before then, Ortiz was winning the entire time. So I don't know why you'd rematch that. No one wants to fight Ortiz. Um, So good on, that's why Wilder is just a beast. So good on him. Well done. Tony Ferguson beat Cowboy, if you guys didn't know. And um, he now has the longest USC win streak for lightweight history, which is quite nuts. What, what's he done? So he's beaten Kikuno by KKO. Uh, KKO. <laughs> Just knock, knock out. Just double knock out. He, got, he beat Mike Rio by submission. He beat Castillo by decision. Abel Trujillo by submission, John Thompson by decision, Gleason Tibal by submission, that was a nuts one, Edison Barboza by submission, another nuts one, another black belt, Um, Venata by submission, Dos Anjos, he beat by decision, Kevin Lee, he beat by submission, Anthony Pettis by TKO. (laughs) who is now fighting Nate Diaz coming up. And Donald Cerrone, uh, he just beat by TKO. Uh, Cerrone's fault for blowing his nose. But the end of the fight, I thought... What, like... What I thought was Cerrone could have done, right? This is how the fight went. So the bell went and Tony Ferguson threw a punch, which... Looked so quick that it hit his lip, right, which they said was his chin. Now, my thoughts on it, Cowboy afterwards, he his nose was busted up. His nose was busted up from the fight, so was his eye. Now, if you're a fighter, you know that if you have a busted up nose and you can't breathe from it, it's, it's most likely broken, right? And if you have a swollen eye and a broken nose, to humans just have a tendency to try and clear their nose. But if you're a fighter and that has happened to you, once you go to blow your nose, your nose has a blockage in it, and the air goes back and generally if you hold your nose together and you try to blow out um, in between your eyes you might feel some air coming out because your air just tries to get out some way. Um, That's the same way to clear your ears. So when you're doing that, when you have a puffed up eye, the air flows into where the blood is of the bruises 
and swells your eyes four times as much. So he did that, and then his eye closed up, and then they had to stop the fight. Now, they also say if the illegal shot at the end had landed on his eye, then Cowboy would have won the fight. However, I think Cowboy could have disputed that the punch landed at the bridge of his nose on his mouth and broke his nose, which then he did the mistake of blowing his nose. But if that's the case, then Cowboy could have won. Well done. But they didn't play that, and Tony Ferguson won. Now, they're looking at a rematch. Um, there's just been news circulating that it, it most likely will happen. And then if Connor fights Gaethje, the winner would uh, fight that. But Khabib also said that he wants Tony Ferguson and then he wants GSP. And he's got a contract clause which states if he is to win and GSP is to come back, he gets the GSP fight. So I'm super... Super keen to see that. And he wants to just grow his legacy, which every champion uh, in person, whatever you're doing, whatever field you are, you should be aspiring to do the same. Well, I think that's it. We're going to wrap up this episode. Shout-outs to you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Hit up my socials, dudes and do debts and uh, meet, be a mate and subscribe. Do it, do it, do it. Well We're done. just going to build up a cult. Who wants to be part of a cult? There's no leader. Toasty. We're all just equals. Subscribe, be part of the cult. Well done. Did you do it? Well done. Well that's, done. That's what we say. That we greet each other by walking up to each other. Secret handshake. Well done. Look, look each other dead in the eye. Well done. Perfect. Perfect.